Cypher Podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Dick swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. Can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, no. So Matt, I went camping uh, not too long ago. It was like the past uh, past weekend. We took time off from the show, and uh, I took a little trip up to the lake. Oh, yep, yep. It had a good time. Yeah, semi. I mean, yeah, no, no. It was a great time. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there were there were plenty of things that happened. You know, just on any any adventure, like you, you have things go wrong. Uh, like oh, yeah. I brought home a scorpion. That was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, that was a crazy story in itself. Yeah, but we thought my girlfriend got like stung by it. Uh, it turned out she didn't, luckily, and it was a tiny one. I just, you know, disposed of it in the the way that you do with something like that. Um, just pulverized it into a million bits I just, with a rock. I just let it go. So okay, okay. So uh, along with uh, our little hitchhiker friend, another thing that kind of went wrong is the the morning after uh, like packing up and like leaving the campsite, we were really hungry and we decided, you know, we were gonna stop at like the next civilization we saw and just like get mm-hmm. food. Just get some food, get on the road, get it done. Yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. we decided to stop at Denny's. You know, that's like easy enough. Like it's yeah, yeah, Denny's. Come on. And it's a Sunday, so, you know, you assume it's going to be a little bit busier, and it was. But they sat us pretty quickly, and eventually the uh, the lady came over and asked us for our order and proceeded to say that it was our first day on the job. Oh, man, that's what you never want to hear when it comes to your server. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but, uh, I, ever, I mean, everyone has a first day, I guess, right? Yeah, don't even tell me, just... just play it off yeah right play it off well she there was no playing it off i pretty much assumed before she told me because she was uh, doing the thing where like you say the order and you put the menu down but then she's like what what was it can you point it at so you have to point to it and like say and uh well long story short she ended up getting like everything wrong uh everything everything except the coffee the coffee was on point but besides that stranger's order in front of you pretty much i ordered like a breakfast sandwich and i got like a burger with an egg on it that's that's far off that's very not like i gave you a sausage egg and cheese instead of a bacon yeah so uh you know i did something that i don't think i've ever done in my life i didn't leave a tip all right okay so it brought you to the level where you were just like, there's no going back. This was just that bad that, like, I just cannot justify leaving. And it wasn't uh, even, like, rudeness. It wasn't anything like that. It was just the fact that, you know, everything was wrong. So, on principle, I can't, like, if this is how our system works, like, we have to abide by certain rules or else there's anarchy. Like. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. All right, so I understand it. A lot of people are like, you always got to tip, you know, like, which I tip a lot because, like, I was a waiter. Yeah, I've but seen I understand you're, dogs. I know what it's you, all you're, about. Your personal stance in the situation is that you're you're kind of teaching a lesson. You're saying, hey, 
If you want to make that fucking tip, you gotta, like, actually give me a service that is worth tipping. Uh, yeah, man. You it's know? just, like, it wasn't, like, at all correct. It was, like, the most wrong that it could be. My order was incorrect. My girlfriend's <laughs> order was incorrect. Everything but yeah. the coffee, and I'm not exaggerating. So, so it's just, like, and I even said when I was getting rung up, I, I said to the person, like, I know it's her first day, but, like, everything was wrong. And they gave us, like, a severe discount on the on the meal uh because you know we didn't get anything that we wanted right so yeah. and i and the thing came up on the credit card and it was like tip amount and i'm like i, I said out loud i can't i just out of uh, principle i feel terrible but i can't and she goes yeah. no i totally understand and i was like yeah thank you anyway it was just oh how bad i have a question for the audience how bad does service have to be that you don't leave a tip or or are you one of those people that's like i'm always gonna leave at least a dollar yeah that's what i do generally man i've had some poor experiences and i still like I'll gen- I, to me a dollar is an insult so i was like dollar fucker what up you know but like hey it's up to the discretion of whoever's paying to tip i mean you didn't get a service that was worth tipping and i, I completely yeah. understand that fuck that like I mean, I just haven't had that experience to bring me to that level where it's just like, I'm just trying to get some fucking food. <sighs> if, it, if, if we operate on the rules that, like, good service gets you good tips and bad service gets you bad tips, like, I, yeah. I got to play by the rules. And that was it's just... like the trophy system, you know, like giving everybody a trophy, giving everybody a tip. Just, yeah, you yeah, can't just... Uh, that and, like, I mean, you can get into the whole systematic, uh, I'm subsidizing your workforce type of thing, but I'm not... I don't even go there. I normally mm. am a pretty good tipper, but... That was, that was yeah. terrible. So, how bad does it have to be? Tell, let us oh, know. Man. Right on the uh, Facebook page or something, or in the uh, American Slackers group on Facebook. Or tweet at us, yeah. you know? Yeah, get at us, and uh, maybe we'll talk about it on the intro of the next uh, episode. Yeah. Uh, back to this episode. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. Uh, Jesse, your not premium tipper <laughs> not premium t- you want those premium tips uh, avoid this guy in yeah, your section don't serve so me I'll off. be the guy picking up from now put on him in, put him in uh, gym section over there I'm gonna I want that guy. I'm gonna I remember that guy call it in under a fake name from now on <laughs> that guy called me Fonzie I don't like that guy yeah bud uh, man <laughs> so uh, some love that we do like to show <laughs> is to the uh, people who retweet our latest episode on twitter and uh, we like to give a little shout out to one of the people that ended up retweeting us last week. Matt, this time around, we got 41 tweets. Yeah, 41. All right. Uh, well, summer's coming to an end. It's, it's inevitable. We're at the end of the season. The fun time is over, people. Harsh winters are ahead. Winter is coming. I'm going to choose the last guy, 41, for that. Oh, all right. All the way at the end. Well, this time around, it is at Hop Nation USA. Guys that we know very, very well. Multiple time winners of the pod shout out of the week. And uh, just a couple Yinzers, you know, drinking beer and talking breweries, home brewing, and more. Their episodes come out Fridays and they're at Hop Nation USA on Twitter. You can find them on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, all that. All that shit. Oh, yeah. Everywhere we are. Oh, yeah. Hop Nation guys are legit. We will vouch for them. So oh, and a uh, little shout out to them uh, about possibly collaborating. If you want to do some sort of uh, beer trade, maybe uh, hit us up. Uh, that was something we talked about, actually, the other day. We yeah. saying maybe a podcast uh, beer exchange would be a cool little thing. Any other podcast listening, 
you're down. Hit us up in the DM. Yeah, if you like beer, uh, get at us. Hell yeah. Who doesn't, right? Oh, yeah. Sipping on it right now. So, uh, Matt, what do we got coming up in today's show? Well, as always, we're going to start out with the uh, bizarre news. And uh, we got a bunch of good shit in that, including a man that decided he was going to taunt a bison. I I mean, I don't know how else to deliver that. You'll, you'll see where we go with this, but why would you ever think of doing that? <laughs> Bad idea. But we're going from fight to fight because it's time to bring back the green corner. And then after that, we're going to do a uh, fitting this or that. It's changing of the season themed. It's, uh, I can't, I, I just, I'm stuck on it, man. I don't want to say goodbye to summer. Yeah, the hot season's yet to come for for my area. We have one of those late. late I'm in north. Seasons. I'm in northeast America. There is a three month gap where I get like nice conditions. The rest of the year is just complete shit. It's either raining, cold, snowing. Yeah, you gotta savor cold. it when it comes in your area. With our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. We're talking about Nikki Fried. She's a Democrat who's running for agricultural commissioner of Florida. Okay. And she's a big supporter of medical marijuana for that state. And this has kind of run her into some issues with, of all banks, Wells Fargo, uh, who, you know, is constantly in the news for having something going on Mm. with them. Yeah, a bunch of shenanigans, right? Yep. And uh, it's the same thing this time because they've decided to close her campaign account because they asked her if she would be accepting money from lobbyists from the medical marijuana industry in any capacity after saying she would be they shut her account down and gave her all of her money uh didn't want to do any business with her no and you know it kind of it stems back to the whole federal law of uh, marijuana being a schedule one drug and the fact that you're not allowed to fed- do federal banking, and Wells Fargo is a very big bank. A lot of smaller local banks have been willing to, you know, credit unions have been willing to work with dispensaries and growers and stuff like that. But at the federal level, it's still very, very touchy. Yeah, and with such a massive business, that's a big risk that they're not willing to take. Exactly. It's uh, it's easy to get their, their license revoked and shit. So, I mean... I could understand why they would have uh, a viewpoint of saying, like, we don't want to be involved with this. But at the same time, this feels very targeted towards uh, Mrs. Fried or Miss yeah, Fried. Yeah. Singled out. Yeah. Without a doubt. That's just I feel for her. I mean, she's trying to promote herself. Yeah. And she's and she's uh, uh, someone running for a political position. Uh, at, I believe it was agricultural commissioner of Florida. And she's saying, where does the line get drawn then? Are you going to start pers- uh, dropping accounts of people uh, who disagree with you on other political stances? Yeah, right. I mean, that's weird. That the go- It's like the government's taking its own stance and that's not okay. Yeah, well, not even not the government, but like Wells Fargo. Yeah, they're using they're using the law and like trying to like drop her because of she might actually end up getting uh, elected and Mm. and pushing through something that they don't agree with possibly. Yeah, yeah, that's craziness, man. Yeah. Well, you know, Wells Fargo. uh, I don't know if that was a smart move to make that kind of stance after all the shit you've been doing. Yeah, seriously. uh, See what time tells with that. Right. And if you want to read a little bit more about this uh, article from the New York Times, we'll be posting it up on our Facebook page on Wednesday, like we do every Wednesday with our cannabis article. 
Well, that's not the only smoke story we're talking about this week. We got another smoke story coming out of Canada and Washington. Okay. Right on the border we're talking about. Now, BC, British Columbia, has been uh, battling some wildfires for the last week. The last few weeks, actually. And uh, it's just smoke everywhere, man. It's a smoke out. It's crazy. Yeah. But the problem with that... The fires are bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, as you know, Mr. California, you're fucking always in threat it's, of a fire. Well, yeah, it's like the whole uh, West Coast, like northern like North, northern Pacific area is on fire right now. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we got Spokane, Washington is having a little issue because the smoke is drifting down and just covering them. It's just blanketing the whole area in the Damn. smoke. And they're like, come on, man, we don't want this shit. So now... We've got residents that have organized into a mass, and they've got an idea. And they're pretty sure that all the calculations they've pulled are going to be solid. And what they're going to do is they're going to put five fans on each of their roofs in a city of 550,000 people. Okay. They're going to pour them north, and they're going to blow this smoke right back to those damn Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> just pushing it out like not my problem anymore. Yeah, man, they're just going to fan it away. Just blow that shit right out of here. It's not our problem anymore. We're gone. Now, gone. if Canadians uh, start blowing fans back the opposite way, do you believe it would just create, like, a wall of smoke between Canada and the U.S.? Just the concept, like, the real wall is formed. It's just, like, fucking nobody goes through it because you don't know what's like, in there or on the other side. <laughs> Maybe, man. It could. And actually, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's gotten quite funny. Uh, there's been Canadians coming to uh, social media, posting their own return. Uh-oh. And uh, one image I'm looking at from Adam Havens was uh, taking images of, like, you know, the turbines that gather wind energy. Yep. And uh, he was like, challenge accepted. We have pointed the fans here south at Alberta. <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, the battle zone. But, uh, you know, it's, it's all tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's not all, just, you know, for fun. They're actually uh, pulling some benefit out of this, and uh, they're benefiting animal shelters. They're trying to uh, put in money towards animal shelters in the area because a lot of animals have been uh, abandoned in the whole issue of the wildfires, people running. Oh, wow, yeah. So they're trying to get all these animals homes, get them back to home, you know, and uh, they're trying to use the benefit of the humor for good, which I'm all about. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a cool way to take something that's kind of shitty and turn it into like helping. Yeah, and I think that's way. all you you really can do. You know, they're uh, just been promoting the British Columbia SPCA, and uh, yeah, it, it's really interesting. And uh, hey, if you want to help out, you know, check it out. The uh, British Columbia SPCA isn't hard to find. Just search it on Google. Nice. Maybe you can help out a little bit too. Well, that's awesome. That's a, that's a great way to help animals and not hurt them. Uh, the yeah. man in our next story, who's a, a little bit south of uh, Washington, down in Oregon, he uh, he's finally been sentenced for his infamous infamous bison taunting Yellowstone incident. Now, uh. now a few months back, you may have seen uh, this video of a man essentially trying to like bullfight a bison on the on the road with stop traffic. And this took place in Yellowstone Park. Okay, yeah, Yellowstone seems like the appropriate setting for the bison to be roaming. Yeah, and not not a man. A man should not get out of his car no. and try and like challenge the uh, bison to some sort of cage match like this man decided to do. This 55-year-old, you know, he jumped out of his car. People were obviously taking video of it because why the fuck not? Um, why wouldn't you? <laughs> if you see that that happening, you, you see this, honey. Can't you drive this? away. This dude's gonna get eaten by a bison. <laughs> I'm filming this. Uh, Facebook. 
and and he uh, you know ended up getting arrested for it and he's finally been sentenced he ended up with uh 130 days in jail total Damn. and five years five years probation and in those five years he's not allowed to return to yellowstone glacier or grand teton parks that's a really like a think about what you did situation where it's like you're not allowed near any national parks where there might be bison. Yeah, and you know what? I'm really surprised that they didn't also tack on a restraining order from the bison. Like you were <laughs> not allowed prohibited from being within 50 yards of bison number 54333. Three, three. See, and you wouldn't be able to know because you couldn't check his tag. <laughs> I don't know his tag, man. Is this the guy? That's how you keep him away from all the bison. Now, there were a couple funny quotes that came from himself and the judge uh, in court. He, uh, The man was apologizing to the bison, saying, I'm sorry to the buffalo. He didn't deserve what I did to him. I'm sorry. I really didn't mean to hurt that buffalo. <laughs> and that's when the judge was like, listen, man, hey, don't apologize to me. Go apologize to that buffalo. Pretty much, because uh, the judge... Carmen said, you chased and hounded the bison. You're lucky the bison didn't take care of it, and you're standing in front of me. Because bison justice is uh, very harsh justice. Damn, you laid the truth down on that fool. That, do you think it was a little condescending that he called it a buffalo? <laughs> uh, I mean, I... It's like, <laughs> was that a slight? Because like it, it's, it it's referred to as a bison throughout the entire article. And he's, just like, and he's like, that fucking... Buff, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Buffalo. B buff, like <laughs> it's a strong word. I mean, maybe it's like I'm a bison, and like, he's singling him out. He's singling him out. That's what that is, right? May I don't know. Is like, is a bison a buffalo? Is a buffalo a bison? Is bison multiple? Is my I thought bison was plural for buffalo. No, I think there's a different wrong. breed of uh, of bison. <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll, we'll have to uh, do a little bit of research here and find out if uh, bison is a buffalo. I believe they're different. They have to be. Yeah, you can't call a buffalo. They are two different types. Jesse is right. I, he was being slanderous. That's what he was doing. He was. It was, yeah. it was a sarcastic uh, apology, and he tried to slip it through. Yep. Yep, you're right. Okay, so yeah, he was dealing with the American bison. Yeah. Which is, it, it's not a buffalo, man. <laughs> it's you're not, not a even buffalo. apologizing to him. No. You're just apologizing to, like, whatever you want, like, at that point. Yeah. There's only two forms of buffalo a water buffalo and a cape buffalo, which are not anywhere near you. They're yours. in Africa. Dude, fuck this guy. He is a poser. He needs to do some time. Well, yeah, he's, he's done a little bit of it. He's going to finish it up, and then he's not allowed near the bison anymore. <sighs> I'll be interested to see if we cover him in the next few years going back to uh, get revenge on the buffalo. For oh, Duke God, himself. I hope not. Keep this man away from the parks. Protect that buffalo. He's a nuisance. He is a nuisance. That's not the only nuisance we're talking about. We're going to move along to the nuisance on Gold Lake, Minnesota. It is pretty much water world we're talking about <laughs> right here. We got, we got a report of two men. They're jet skiing. They're having a whole ton of fun. They're being maniacs on the lake. They're apparently wearing nothing. They're wearing nothing but life vests. Nothing they're, but fun. They're dick swinging, nuts hanging. <laughs> that seems like a liability to get something pinched somewhere, but hey, it's not up to me, it's up to them. There are not too many that, moving parts on a jet ski, I guess, right? And we're not only dealing with two dicks on jet skis, we also got a, another culprit in a boat. Is, Ooh, the boat uh, is the boat man clothed? 
I don't I don't have any record if the, the guy in the boat is clothed. I'm just, I'm assuming he's clothed because they haven't made it mention of that. But what he's doing instead of just being naked jet skiing like a maniac, he's being a maniac in his own way. He's <laughs> circling a sailboat apparently, nearly capsizing it. What a dick! Oh my god! What, this is water world. Waves. You're just creating waves to try to make like a whirlwind hole to pull this sailboat down. What is this sea of thieves over here in Minnesota? <laughs> I, I have no clue, man. A bunch of people, you know, a DNR officer received a report of these two assholes naked on jet skis. And he's like, all right, I got to get out of my boat, see what's going on. And that's when he sees this guy doing donuts around a fucking sailboat. Somehow he gets all of them to stop. Oh, wow. And that's when he starts handing out tickets like they're candy. <laughs> nice. He, yeah, man. He gives the uh, the guys indecent exposure, basically, on the jet skis. And then the dude on the watercraft that was uh, circling the sailboats gets a reckless wa- uh, driving ticket. Okay. No no, uh, no alcohol involved, huh? No, no mention of alcohol. These guys are just naturally assholes. They're going jet ski streaking is what it sounds like. Jet ski streaking. I like to call it NAA. Like, in, you know, in an engine form, you know, instead of like turbo or supercharged, it would be naturally aspirated. These are naturally aspirated assholes. Oh, they just, okay. came, they just came like that. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. All right. Don't give them yeah. motorized vehicles. Yeah. But do yeah, give them a th- pair of fucking pants. Yeah, give them some pants for sure. But uh, yeah, apparently Waterworld has been dealt with. It is hand- it is safe to go out on Gold Lake if you're a Minnesotian. <laughs> Minnesotans? <sighs> Minnesotans? I was, I was wondering if I stumbled on that. Whatever. Get, Sh- get at us if I fuck that up. Shout out to all the Minnesotans. Uh, hit us up. <laughs> Minnesotans. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, we're glad you got this mess cleaned up on Gold Lake. Assholes with jet skis <laughs> and a boat! <laughs> well, the water... Uh... Water activities continue. Actually, still you, in uh, in Minnesota. What? Are you telling me the water isn't safe yet? No, not Are at we all. Jaws? We, I mean, we got patrols on it. There must be a lot of like, it must be a big boating community out there. I never would have taken Minnesota for a big boating community. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look into Minnesota. You've been uh, flying under the radar a little bit, but this man definitely wasn't, because uh, he was arrested for being intoxicated while driving his boat. And then got in a fight with police during the arrest, leading to him becoming naked. So he didn't start naked like these other guys. These, in your story, they started naked, got clothed eventually, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then this guy, he starts clothed, gets naked via after the or during the arrest. It's like, fuck this. They're like, you're fucking guys. You ain't gonna take me naked. And this is an older man, the 60-year-old gentleman. He had been charged with three counts of battery and uh, three counts of resisting an officer because they went after him while he was intoxicated driving his boat. <laughs> he was arrested, managed to slip into the water <laughs> while while being transported, and then fought with the officers. There's a pretty hilarious video where uh, he's struggling with the officers, and eventually they throw him a life vest because they don't want this 60-year-old man drowning. Um, yeah. Backup shows up. They got two boats now. He's just kind of chilling. Okay. With a life vest floating in between the two of them. And then they get like a fucking Looney Tunes sort of idea. You distract him. I'll get the fishing pole. Okay, so they're going to hook this guy while he's being distracted. Like, hey, hey, over here, guy. <laughs> yep. Dangling their fingers or something. Try and get it close Maybe. to him with the boat and then try and pull him up. But uh, in, in the first time, he, he smacked away the uh, fishing line when it came in. And then uh... eventually they got him. <laughs> and they pulled him in after uh, you know Damn. 15 minutes struggle 
of him floating around in, in the lake there. Well, actually, the river. The St. Croix River. Uh, he was apprehended. <laughs> and got a bunch more counts on him. Because now he was beating up officers. I would have never thought that the fishing line would have been a match for his right? old man wiseness and strength. Yeah, it seems like a really weird idea. Like, why would you think that you'd be able to just hook him and pull him in that way and he wouldn't you wouldn't be able to grab him easier but hey it works imagine like an officer being like squirt being like get over here <laughs> fucking yoking this old man out of the water good thing that uh the head officer was the uh fly fishing champion for the for the area you know oh, man. yeah yeah exactly good good, good skills with the rods well actually fly fishing you don't use the rods so never mind the joke Thank you for work. old man river over here. <laughs> well, we're getting out of this country after that ridiculousness, and we're going to Portugal. We're talking about an Italian man who's hanging out at a British man's exhibit. We're all over the place with us. Keep up. Keep okay. Up. Take a walk with me. So basically, we got an Italian man. He's hanging out at a uh, Portugal art museum, you know, Portuguese art museum, where he's, uh, you know, observing all the uh, different exhibits, the mm. paintings, loving the art, enjoying it. Where he got to one exhibit where he fucked up. Because somehow he ended up at the bottom of a hole. Uh-oh. An eight-foot hole. A pretty good hole. Now, is this one of those uh, exhibits where you're supposed to interact with the art? Yeah, yeah. It's like a fly catching. You know, but it catches humans. <laughs> catches tourists. <laughs> the piece no, is called Tourist have... Trap. <laughs> it's a real tourist trap. It's a little... <laughs> this is uh, Anish Kapoor's bottomless pit also known as descent into limbo which is a dark four-corner room it's a square very very small i believe it's like a 10 by 10 and uh dark colors dark gray with just different contrasts going on but in the middle of the floor is an actual black hole Mm -hmm. now to the eye it's very hard to see what's going on at this hole you know it might look like an actual pad maybe just a painted black circle okay but it's actually an eight-foot hole at the same time that's been painted black. So it's, it's literally a pit that's been just covered in black paint. So, like, if someone took the uh, stone part away from a well and just painted that shit black on the inside. Exactly. Yeah, so you really can't tell that there's any definition at all to, like, oh, this is a hole. This looks like a natural, like, black pad. So what I'm imagining is, is this guy was trying to maybe take a selfie or something. Okay. Like going to, or maybe have somebody take a photo of him and he went to step on it. Oh, no. Security guard, perfectly timed. This place is covered with security guards and uh, monitored with, like, video. Must have had the security guard look away for a split second and this guy stepped in and bah. Because they let you in the room. That's the thing. You can sit around and, like, analyze it from different corners and stuff. Okay. They do let you in the room. It's not like you're outside, you know, over a velvet rope. (laughs) So... There must be security guards like, don't step on that hole. Don't step on that hole. Yeah. Oh, that's his job. He's like, no, step on that hole. I wonder if he said, he's just like thinking to himself outside. He's sitting there guarding the front entrance. He's like, man, I'm telling everyone, don't watch that hole. Every time they go in there, everyone, or like, don't fall in the hole. There never one's ever fallen in that hole. I don't need to say it anymore. And then the next guy that walks in. <laughs> Fucking that's when that asshole walked in and was just like, ha ha ha. Bah. Damn it. I should have told him. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, you know, even with the signs that said, don't go near the black hole, he still did it. You know, I almost say it's a guy that deserved whatever came from it. I don't have a report of his injury here. I'm assuming it was uh, a little bit of an injury. He had to go to the hospital. But, uh, that's why you never, break a leg. That's why you never go to an art museum without a border collie. Oh, 
because you, you can, yeah, because if you bring the dog, then Lassie will run off and be like, oh, Matt fell in the well. Matt fell in the bottomless pit. The pit to limbo. Lesson learned. You just gotta, that's, bring a border collie to an art museum. You'll never fall in a well. Don't sleep on the Lassie. Right. We have a bit of a good transition here, I have to say, to our next segment. Oh, with our man. funny clip of the week. The funny clip? Oh, yeah. This is an MMA funny clip, since we're doing some oh, green yes. corner in the second part of the episode. Yeah, man, and it's a good one. I, uh, I thoroughly enjoy this clip. It's least expected. This is probably the most superhero-esque takedown I've ever seen in, tr- in like, uh, MMA training. We've had these kind of videos before, where there's something going on in, in the present ground right in front of you. The foreground's right there. But if you look in the background... Something even crazier is going to happen. Oh, yeah. you got to keep an eye on that background, people. I'm telling you, there's hidden things in films, in <laughs> TV shows, and in YouTube clips. The, the, gold, the, the gold nuggets lay in the background. That's where you have to look. Yes. And this is definitely one of those scenarios. Uh, oh we're not going to give away what happens. If you want to see nope. this, we're going to be posting it up on our Facebook group, on, or well, on our Facebook page on Friday, like we do with our funny clip um, at the end of every week. So you'll have to go there to yeah. check it out. Totally worth it, though. Uh, super strength, man. This could be the evidence of a superhero. Yes. I, I'm, th- I'm just thinking this right now. Maybe like this could be evidence of our first superhero on Earth that we were actually captured on film. He, he's like a bear. Dude, he's like a fucking crazy. bear attacking someone. Man, get at the Facebook. Check out the funny clip when we post it. You got to see it. <laughs> man, now we're going to get into the green corner. It's only fitting. It's about that time. We're going to rough you guys up a little bit ourselves. But before we do that, here's a word from the Regular Stories Podcast. Drama City Productions presets. Hey, it's Ben here, host of the Regular Stories Podcast, a podcast where I interview interesting people about their lives. These are not celebrities. They're not the elite. These are regular people, and these are their stories. You can follow us on Facebook at Regular Stories and on Instagram at Regular Stories. We are everywhere that you can get a podcast. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, just about everywhere else. Look up Regular Stories Podcast. Fight! And we are back. Man, I'm excited. I feel like it's a good time to be a fight fan right now. Definitely. Yeah, and the people, the slackers probably missed the green corner a little bit. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. We've been uh, changing things up. And to start us off, we got a little bit of controversy coming from all people. Uh, Bruce Buffer. Oh, man. He's uh, he's calling out one of the Diaz brothers. This time it is uh, Nick Diaz. And he, or I'm sorry, Nate Diaz. I always confuse the two of them. Nate's the, the more confrontational one i'll say yeah so that's very true and yeah it his reputation precedes him in this story as well because we have bruce buffer who uh you know was caught outside of what looks like a walgreens by tmz and they asked him you know what do you think about all the uh stuff nate diaz has been saying about not being promoted or being under promoted by the ufc and uh bruce buffer had some words he said you know you you've made he said, quote, seven or more million dollars on your last fight. And I don't want to hear complaining about being underpromoted. He said you should be thanking the UFC and bowing to Dana White every time you see him. Yeah, dude, he's crazy, man. There's so many things wrong with that. Like, he definitely didn't make 
that much money. Okay. Uh, yeah, the purse that he took home was maybe a couple mil. Okay. On that flight. Still. But uh, a couple million yeah, dollars. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, yeah. I think he might maybe he went overboard saying seven. Yeah, it was it was it was two million uh, seventy thousand dollars. Okay. And uh, yeah, and that was only because he got a bonus too for fight of the night for fifty grand and like a Reebok sponsorship for twenty grand. Wow. So so yeah, he did get some a chunk of change, but also he is like definitely one of the most underused stars there are. I mean, the Diaz brothers are huge among the fans. Everybody wants to see them fight. And uh, they, they really have been, like, kind of underused, I feel like, while they're in their prime. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it seems like after the whole Connor, you know, uh, debacles that the UFC kind of made a choice to go with him and sort of leave them on the side. And, like, that's what it seems at, from, like, a fan perspective, at least. Yeah, and furthermore, I mean, the, the real story here is what was Buffer in Walgreens for, man? That guy lives a sketchy <laughs> lifestyle. He's been quoted as saying he lives his life like 007. He doesn't. He's not tied down to a family. He is like a free roamer, so he gets to love whatever lady he wants in the night. Oh, okay. Hello, ladies, man. Ooh, it's the lady. <laughs> so I'm wondering, what are you in there for, Buffer? You uh, get yourself into some trouble? Creeping around, uh, getting some antibiotics or something? Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to help you out, man. He was very nice to the TMZ crew. Normally, you know, when people run up on you, like, they, they get a bad reaction. But he was very cordial with them. And Yeah. Before, uh, you know, <laughs> talking shit about Diaz and then getting in his car and leaving. The Buffer Brothers, they run the announcing game. They've got a monopoly going on. You may hear them at the beginning of our show. <laughs> his brother's over in the boxing world. He's taking care of the MMA world. They're making money. They're like the voices of, you know, fighting sports. Right. So, shit. They're like their own little celebrities. They ride it out. That's true. Moving along, we're going to talk about Dana White, the the pimp daddy, the guy that's the head of everything here. And uh, he's been, like, making media lately. He was reported as saying, like, he, he won't apologize for, for bashing his own fighters, which he does a lot of, man, like, constantly. He's always talking shit about people. And he seems like a little, you know, he won't give guys a fair chance. He was talking shit about the CM Punk and um, Mike jo- Mike Jackson fight. Okay. They're done. They're both done. You know, the other guy, like CM Punk, I could see why. You know, the other guy is an MMA fighter, a true MMA fighter. CM Punk has no no right to be in this this sport, really, coming in this late. He's like, he's 40? You know, that's crazy. Yeah, that's up there. Yeah, most guys retired before then. Yeah, and you know, Dan is a little, I mean, he is... He is the the head gun. You know, he makes matches. He's involved in every process still. I got to say, it is kind of weird. He, you feel like he's like the president of the company. I feel like, maybe this is my personal bias, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. I feel like as a president, he should have more of like a away from that kind of drama, you know. Um, yeah, less bias towards like, you shouldn't know what he's thinking. I mean, he's allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. He's a person and it's his company, but like. It's it's a very weird way that the league is sort of set up, and and that because you don't see that much outspokenness from even like in the NFL, it feels like yeah, exactly and stuff. Usually in other sports, the presidents are sort of like in a suit behind closed doors, like putting out press statements, and that's that about all you hear from them. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I just feel like Dana's like becoming like the Vince McMahon of yeah. like MMA. Do you and think he's like, just looking for his own celebrity out of this? Like he can't be a fighter, so he'll like you know talk shit I mean, about fighters and control them with a power move. I don't know, man. It just in my opinion, I think it is. You know, mm-hmm. I've got to say yeah. I got to say yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's Dana White. 
he's 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 taken a, a business that was worth you know like I think 1.5 million dollars he purchased it for originally it was purchased for and uh, turned it to you know a three billion dollar company true that's what it sold for so I mean shit that's what it comes down to it's all about the the business really our next story though is the main focus for me. Brock Lesnar is returning. The Freak Show is coming back. He has pulled away from WWE's storyline. What a name. Completely. <laughs> freak Show. Oh, uh, man. Well, it is a Freak Show. I he mean, should be he's a, just the so monster. Large. I mean, that's that's he's what I call him. Man, no, nah, it's just this guy can do it all, I feel like. You know, he's clumsy in the, in the octagon. I'm allowing this Freak Show to continue. Most people are not fans of like um, Brock Lesnar. I feel like if they're like true MMA fans, but I really, I really enjoy his show. Like I really enjoy seeing him get in there and just seeing if raw strength can just overpower these guys that have such technique. True. Such as DC. I'm really curious to see how this goes. Uh, DC, you know, has wrestled heavyweights many times, and obviously he just he ran through Stipe, which we weren't really expecting. Much larger competitor, but now with this setup. Brock Lesnar versus DC. It's going to be crazy, man, to see if DC can really handle it. I mean, he could, he's going to go to being the greatest heavyweight of all time at the same time as lightweight. Wow. Light heavyweight if he can beat Brock Lesnar. That would be insane. Now, now, what what's uh, he been doing up to this point? Like, is, has he been keeping up his training and stuff? Or he's over, what, doing WWE shit? Well, he's been doing the wrestling for, you know, the last couple of years or whatever. Since the Mark Hunt fight. Okay, so it's not uh, like he's he out, of, out of shape or anything. Like, he's God, ready no. for the octagon. No, he probably went back to wrestling, you know, juiced up a little bit. Got that good, good. He's on steroids. <laughs> and uh, now he's he's probably been clean for a little bit, and now he's, like, back in the, the testing pool and everything. So ah. we'll see. The earliest he can be cleared, I think, is January of next year. Okay. So it's going to be a little bit, but he has pulled away from – they've written him out of the storylines uh, at WWE so that he's able to fully concentrate on training and, <laughs> and in, get this going. And in UFC, the storylines write themselves. This is this is likely his last run, man. If he doesn't beat DC, I would I would not expect to see Brock again. It hasn't been too good for Brock since he lost his heavyweight belt to Cain Velasquez. Yeah, how many times can you you know walk out yeah. of the octagon? Granted, you know, without a title. Yeah, yeah. He 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 won his last fight, but it was overturned because of uh, testing dirty. So I'm on steroids now. What? <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Well, we have a disastrous uh, nutsack incident uh, with another <laughs> UFC fighter by the name of Bryce Mitchell. And uh, he had a little issue with uh, an electric drill. This this wasn't this wasn't a nutsack injury during during training or anything you would think like, you know, you throw a high kick and it would end up uh, like splitting the sack open or something but no in this case he was uh working i guess on his house or, or something along those lines using uh power equipment and the drill uh he dropped the board he was drilling and the drill reversed up towards him and tangled up into his pants and his nut and his nuts and it ripped him out. Oh my god. This all comes from his Facebook page where he, you know, posted it. He didn't post pictures, but there is a picture of, uh, like, he didn't post pictures of the injury, but there's a picture of his bloody underwear um, to kind of, you know, prove that this is real and he's not fucking around. Man, that's fucking horrible. That kid just, he uh, just came off of uh, the Ultimate Fighter 27. Damn. 
that sucks, man. Like to get an injury like that, and he's he's a young kid, right? He can't be more than like twenty two. You wonder what kind of damage it did. He said Ooh. that he got stitched up, and you know he's gonna have to take time off, obviously, because you can't be man throwing some nasty kicks with a with a rip in your sack. Poor old Thug Nasty. That's his nickname. Thug Nasty. <laughs> He's oh, gonna be man. nut nasty now. Oh God, poor he, bastard. He did ask that people not make, um, you know, uh, puns about his accident, about it being nutty, or uh, how he really screwed up. Um, yeah. So, so if you're gonna make a pun, you gotta make it a good one. I don't, I don't have one, unfortunately. Uh, I just feel for man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Oh. I feel it still. After you said that, I'm just thinking of the process of that bit wrapping your nutsack around and just tearing everything down there. Yeah, it's terrible. It, <sighs> and, like, just the fact that you don't even see the injury and then you just see, like, his bloody clothing, that, that makes it even worse because then you let your imagination do, do its worst. Giant testicle monsters. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, fucking A. Well, let's wish him a uh, speedy recovery and hopefully a full recovery. I'm hoping everything works when he's done. But, yeah, definitely. Uh, man. Well, uh, closing this out, we've got double champ fights coming up. Two double champ fights coming up, rather. Everybody knows about the Khabib, the Connor fight is going to happen. But uh, another one that I'm really excited for, Chris Cyborg is going to fight the Lioness Amanda Nunes. And it's set for UFC 232. That'll be a Vegas. good one. Man, especially Cyborg can't find anybody to fight her that's like a well, like an actual competitor her size, you know, and all that. And Nunez is just such a power hitter that it's going to be. I think Nunez is going to be the first match for Cyborg that she's seen that's like a real problem. Yeah, I. I they're both fierce competitors, that's for sure. Out of uh, you know the w women's league, I guess they're they're ones that I've always recognized as being hardcore as hell. I mean, there's that Cyborg documentary about her whole training thing, and yeah, man, it just shows you how tough these 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 ladies can be. I know, yeah, true, you know, yeah, after you see that and you see what Cyborg went through, but man, Nunez is, a, I feel like she's a little younger, she's a little, you know, she's a little smaller, but I feel like she's just got that muscle build, and she is just tough as can be, man. Granted, her record is 16-4, and four and, and Cyborg only has really one loss. We'll yeah. see how it goes. I'm excited for it, as could be it. This is probably the, the most exciting fight I've seen uh, or I've been looking forward to, uh, you know, since in the females division, since like Ronda was fighting. Right. You know, uh, they have a problem trying to hype the females. I feel like they don't get enough spotlight. They don't do a good job of promoting them. And it's surprising because sometimes they're the best fights, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. They're really intense, man. And they usually go like the distance. That's just the crazy part. Like they're really just brawling it out till the end. Right. You know, a lot of slugfests. And, uh, you know, of course. Khabib and Connor. I mean, this is going to be fucking insane that this finally got announced. It pissed off Diaz, uh, Dustin Poirier. They they uh, were a little, you know, unhappy. Uh, Dustin thought he had a chance, you know, getting into getting into the title range. And uh, Nate just wants the trilogy, like I feel like, or it just feels like, you know, they never promote him versus like Connor's like their golden goose, and he's like the one dude who has a legit win over Connor, you know, that's still like relevant. Right. Uh, well, I hope we get the trilogy down the road, but right now this fight will definitely do in keeping me pretty happy, man. That'll be that'll be a really good one. 
It's going to be crazy. I mean, you know, Connor's actually coming in at the underdog in the boxes right now. Right. Uh, just slightly. He's been out which is, for a little bit, though, too. He's been out for a while, and, and uh, Khabib's just been, like, dominating everybody, strangling, throwing him on the ground, just doing what he has to do. Man, I don't know, man. It depends on if Connor can, you know, do something in the first or second round, you know, striking-wise. But if Khabib gets him down, it's over. You know, that's the problem with Khabib. He is just... He's something he's that Connor's never faced. That, and he's just, he's one of the best on, like, the ground. He's just, he'll out-wrestle Connor any day. And Connor's not known for his ground game. No. You know, Nate, obviously Nate had his way with him on the ground. Which, not to shit on Connor at all, but, like, after the Mayweather fight, we found that, like, striking isn't necessarily his game. Uh, with this, we can tell that Khabib is clearly better than Connor is on the ground game. What What's what's Connor's game? I mean, he's got the reach. We've, we've discussed that before. Well, yeah, he's gonna. Man, it's gonna be interesting. He's got a four-inch reach on him. He's he's slightly uh, longer on reach. He's an inch shorter, which is odd. You know, Khabib's got shorter reach, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's unusual. But I mean, again, Khabib could throw him on the ground and beat the shit out of him, or Connor could outstrike him in the very beginning and hit him with a, a hard right. And just that's the thing. I feel like Khabib hasn't faced somebody that hits as hard as Connor. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if he actually gets clipped by Connor. That might change his competence. But, I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting because Connor has a confidence. He's got a degrade in his confidence from the the Mayweather incident, Mm -hmm. whereas Khabib's riding up. Yes. He's fucking riding up right now, and he feels unbeatable. Just chopping through, going like the judge. It's going to be a clash of the minds, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And we know that Connor's not going to get into fucking Khabib's head. I mean, Khabib grew up in the fucking toughest of tough, so Connor's mind games aren't going to work. So it's going to be solely on actual athletics. That'll be good. we'll We'll see what happens, man. It'll be interesting. And, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. 229 is going to be insane. And also, you know, on top of that card, man, this is going to be a stacked card. It's going to be crazy. Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis. We're going to see Ferguson finally come back. Uh, If all works out, I feel like uh, there's a chance this fight could get pulled. Okay. Um, I know Ferguson's just coming back from, from, you know, injuries and shit. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Crazy, they're putting Derek Lewis on uh, like an undercard main co-event type deal versus uh, Alexander Volkov, which is odd because Derek Lewis had a really rough battle, uh, very slow fight with uh, Francis Ngannou the last time he fought. So like Dana was pretty pissed about that. That was another fight Dana was talking shit about. But wow. apparently Derek was injured. He had a back injury, so and he's feeling much better. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. That'll be good. Uh, next up, Sergio Pettis, another guy I'm, I'm a big fan of. He's a young guy. Uh, versus Hasir Formiga. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm rooting for Sergio on that one. We'll see if I'm wrong on that. It, um, does Sergio and Anthony, any relation between the two? Yes. Yeah, they're brothers. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sergio Pettis is, uh, I like him. He's he's lesser known, but uh, I'm a big fan of him. He's a, he's a young kid. Cool. And he's a little guy, little guy. And uh, St. Prue's coming back versus Dominic Reyes. That's a nice light heavyweight. We'll see how that goes. St. Prue, the veteran. We'll see. If the veteran outtakes the younger guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, this whole card stacked, man. Uh, on the undercard, i got to say, Sean O'Malley's fighting. I'm a big fan of him. He's a pothead. <laughs> nice. Uh, got to support our fellow potheads out there. So uh, stick around. You can catch uh, you can catch that on FX, too, actually, the undercard. A lot of people don't realize the, uh, oh, nice. the, the pre-pay-per-view you can catch on FX. So check that out if you get a chance. And uh, definitely check out the pay-per-view if you can. It's fun. Go ch- go find a bar. Go get a drink. Watch Connor 
like a beep. You're gonna have That'd to throw great. down a little co- cover charge. Yeah, but, usually. Yeah. Well, before you do that, we got a little something for you from the Podworms Spacecast podcast. The Podworms Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. Enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworms Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh-huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is an emergency. This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get over my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Wiki, 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 wiki. It was more like, wiki, 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 and then he had to wait for the light. You can find the Podworm Space Cast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. And we are back with a little game we like to call This or That. And this is the uh, Changing of the Seasons edition. We're, you know, slowly transitioning from summer into fall. Uh, the swimsuits are coming off. hey And the jackets are coming on. Oh, yeah, man. Unfortunately. I mean, I'm ready to cry about it. I'm sick of the cold already. And it hasn't even hit. I was going to say, it was. you're having, you're kind of in that swing temperature right now where it's hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. Yeah, man, fall is coming and winter is coming right behind it, unfortunately. And I'm not looking forward to it. Right? Fuck all that. But pumpkins, you know, it's kind of nice, right? We love Halloween here at American Slacker. (sighs) Halloween goes way too quick. That's the problem. And that's why we're extending it into August, just like Christmas and Thanksgiving. You're already (laughs) starting to see the fucking Halloween decorations up. Get, Get the candy out. Get the costumes on. Start decorating. Have fun with it. I already think I know what I'm gonna be. Damn it! I'm jealous. I never know what I'm going to be until the last minute. Guess our plan ahead. I guess. And we got some more things that you'll have to decide here in this or that as we sort of give two options to choose between. And we'll also be posting these up on the Facebook page so that you can give your opinion and we'll we'll see if you agree or disagree with us. Hell yeah! I'll start it out with a no-brainer, man. This should be simple for you to choose: this or that. A pumpkin spice latte to the face or a five-pound pumpkin launched at your dick. Oh, I'm going pumpkin spice latte to the face all the way. Reasoning oh, being, uh, it'll only burn for a little bit, and I can like <laughs> still walk after. And you know what? My face might smell nice after. Ah, smart choice, man. I feel like the five pump, the the pumpkin. It's it's five pounds. It's probably enough to do some permanent damage. Yeah. To that general region. You're gonna be limping so. for sure. Yeah, I can't help but agree with you. Pumpkin spice latte to the face. It might leave a burn for a few days at most, but the pumpkin will haunt me forever. The spice is temporary, <laughs> but glorious forever. All right, I got one for you. This or that, sweating your balls off in the heat or freezing them off in the cold? You got oh. the extremes of either mm. temperature here. I got to say the the heat all day over the cold. I'll take the heat. I can't stand the cold anymore, man. The cold is just like, oh, it's bitter. It's a bitter. Like, you want to just be like, you bitter asshole, you cold. And the heat, you're just like, oh, fuck, it's hot. Yeah, I'll, I'll just take it slow. I'd rather heat as well, uh, just because, yeah, I'll just go to sleep. 
I'll just like take a yeah. nap if I'm hot. Yeah, right. <laughs> just don't move. If I'm cold, it, it could be physically painful. <laughs> yeah, man. The cold just sucks, man. You just have icicles in your beard. Just shit gets weird, man. And fuck no. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not with it. Not with it one bit. All right. Coming back to warmness. This or that. You're getting drunk at a summer barbecue or you're smoking a fatty at Thanksgiving feast. Ooh. Um... See, it's hard to choose. You I'm, know? I'm going to get drunk at summer barbecue because at least it's uh, socially acceptable at Thanksgiving. I don't know if you can like face down the uncles like with bloodshot eyes because Thanksgiving oh, feast is usually like summer barbecue doesn't necessarily have to mean family. Thanksgiving, usually you got uh, people around you got to kind of be a little incognito with. Man, I don't know, dude. I think I'm going to risk it and I'm going to smoke that fatty and I'm going into the feast Face first. You're going to risk it and eat that second biscuit because you've got those fucking yeah. munchies? Like, Matt, you, you're eating the drumstick off the turkey on the table. Like, stop. Like, wait, you have a plate oh, for these wait. reasons. Oh, sorry, sorry. There's nothing more satisfying than a good feast when you're stoned. Oh, man. So, I got one for you. This or that bottomless pit of leaves or quicksand at the beach. Which one are you going to end up stuck in? Ooh. I fuck with the leaves because I feel like the quicksand, you're dead. The leaves, I feel like I can still breathe. I'm probably breathing in crusty little crispy chips of the leaf. Yeah. But it, I'm living. And you, you don't know how many ticks are in it, though? I don't give a fuck. The quicksand, you don't know how many deaths are in it. Like, how quick your death is. Like, that's <laughs> Get, fuck, no. I'll tell you how many one. I know you <laughs> You don't move, I guess, and quicksand won't take you all the way, but uh, fuck the guy that had to learn that. Bottomless pit of dumb. leaves. You're just going to be slowly falling forever through the leaves. I think I'd go with the leaves as well, though. <laughs> just sifting slowly. So, yeah, that's kind of scary. Like, it's, can I get to the bottom? It's just going to get darker. And then darker. the leaves just, like... Silence you. So even if you scream, your muffles—they'll never hear. It leaves. No one can hear you scream. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Well, moving along to my last question. We're coming into the fall. You know, it's time for football season. Oh, true. <sighs> you know, I like my fight questions. This or that. You gotta fight half a feet a pee wee football team. <laughs> I can't even say the straight face. Or Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm taking my chances with the Pee Wee football team. Are they okay. in gear? Uh, yeah, we'll put them in gear for their kind of protection. For their safety. Make it seem less like child abuse. They but might not go down say, I was going to say that's 11 kids, to give you an idea. I went and I Googled the general starting is like, you know, 22 for a team. So we'll give you 11 to make it light. I'm Wait, we're talking, less We're talking scared. anywhere from 11 to 12. I'm less 13, scared of 11 know. children, so I'm going to go with that. All right. Over I think Brock you're fair. <laughs> I think I'd go with the same. I feel like, you know... I, just, I feel like Brock Lesnar would break me like bane-breaking Batman. <laughs> he, oh, my God. Backbreaker. Back <laughs> you even sounded like him, too. You know? You're like, oh, fuck, this sucks. Should have taken the kids. Yeah, definitely going... Agree the same. I would fuck those little football players up. Ha! <laughs> ha! So, uh, here's the last one for you, and this really kind of tells if you're a fall or a summer person. Fourth of July or Halloween party? Oh, baby. This question is way too easy, as you know. I just love Halloween. Halloween's the shit. We're going to go to... I wish every day was a Halloween party. I wish that, like, the whole month of October was just Halloween party every weekend at least. Right. Like, you know? If you can find the right places, it, but... yeah. 
Man, Halloween party all day. Keep it, all day. Keep it going for the entirety of fall. I, I agree. Halloween party all oh, the way. Man. It's fun. You know? You don't even know who I am. I could be anybody. So that was this or that. We're going to be posting all of those up on our Facebook page for you slackers to vote on because we want to hear what you have to say in regards to all these questions. Oh, uh, yeah. Let us know. And uh, I think it's about time we wrap this bitch up. But before you go, we got some plugs for you. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page, American Slacker Podcast. You'll also find the American Slackers group where you can chime in with a bunch of slackers just like you. And also check out the Instagram. We got the uh, promos for each and every show. And also the website, AmericanSlackerPodcast.com or ASPodcast.com. You can also find us over on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. All of our episodes go on YouTube, and please, we ask you to rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars or nothing, and please also tell a friend that creates more slackers, and that's what we're trying to do here. Oh, yeah. And tell them slackers to send us an email at americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. And also, hey, if you need to groove out or if you want another spot to check out our show, Spotify. All you got to do is search American Slacker Podcast, you'll find our show, or you'll find the playlist with all the artists we've featured on the show, or maybe even had on the show. You can also become a Patreon sponsor of the show, become an official American Slacker, give us a little bit of support like these fine people. Dave Gunn, Seth Anders, Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette Podcast, and Aaron W. from the Yes and I Am Podcast. We appreciate your support, guys. It goes a long way goes a long way thank you so much and please also visit our shop you can get to that through our website as matt had stated before or go straight to the shop at american slacker podcast.bigcartel.com oh yeah buy some of our shit all right people get at me on instagram at mwg media or at my gamer tag on xbox live at maddie g from hp and you can find me pretty much anywhere on the internet at landers the plane all righty people uh, we just want to say you're beautiful. We love every one of you, and uh, thanks for except you in the us. back. Yeah, that you. One in, I'm glad you said that. I'm really glad you said that. I was couldn't this let the it whole go. Ah oh, man, fuck you, guy. Don't ever come back here again. Everybody else, you're cool. All right, and uh, until next time, that's it. There you go.